0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. If you're a sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended, then turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture, then stick around. This is the Armed Citizen Podcast. How y'all doing? A little feedback issue there. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 223, 223 in the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are live as always on YouTube and or on Facebook. If you're out there in the live chat, make sure you say something. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you're out there and you want to call or text in, yes, you can call or text into the show. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates at Aegis Gun Care. That number is 530-364-4678. It's scrolling right down below. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran out there and you're in that hole and you're trying to find your way out, questioning whether there's light or not, please remember you can call me, text me, email me 24-7. I can't give you medical advice, but I can be a pretty good ear, maybe talk you through some stuff. If you are looking for someone that can get you towards medical attention and all of that, please remember two things. One, you're not alone in this fight. You've got a lot of brothers and sisters out here that are willing to help. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, please, please utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. Veterans press the number one. We are always spotlighting the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title of the United States Marine, check out the website marines.com and as always, we are a proud member of the Self Defense Radio Network. Please check out the website selfdefenseradio.net. So, um yeah, hope everybody had a great Christmas. We are um we had a good one here. It was kind of kind of slow, kind of uh, perfect if, if you want to. My daughter and, and her boyfriend came up on Christmas Eve. She had a work Christmas Day, and um, Christmas Eve, they came up and spent the day here, brought their dogs. So we, we had all three of the dogs here. We went out and ran them a little bit, had fun, did our whole Christmas thing and, and watched a couple of movies and all that stuff. It was weird because I don't know about where you guys were. It was warm, like crazy warm, like. 60 70 almost 70 degrees on christmas day and all that so it's kind of strange not to um not to have a cold christmas but it's all good let's say hello to everybody out there right now where we wait for everybody else to come in we got some people out there with links so if you've got a link and you want to jump in come on through g webs is out there he said uh by the way we have a do have a poll out there if you want to uh check out that poll You can, I think it's something I I don't remember what I put, but something like, is 2022 going to be better for innovation and prices for guns? And uh, when I saw it last, matter of fact, let's go over here real quick. And and when I saw it last, uh, it was 100%. We'll go ahead and stop it, I guess, now. But it was like 100% yes, but let's go check it real quick and see what it is now. Now, it's 65% yes. 35% 35% no good in that poll. But uh yeah, so I'm hoping that prices will get better. I'm hoping that innovation will get better. Hey, there is Clover. You know, he likes making a, a you know a, a nice entrance. So, you know, he's he's like a little diva I have to show up a little bit late, make sure all eyes are on him, you know.
1: Been running behind all day, man.
0: It's all good. It's all good. Since you are riding shotgun tonight, what shotgun are we featuring this week?
1: Mm. let's go with something high-end man let's say like Ooh, a let's, beretta, let's say a beretta 686 silver pigeon
0: oh nice yeah for yeah. people that are wanting to know something like that when you say high-end uh what are we, what are we thinking grand. about msrp usually
1: three grand 3,500 three, three grand. yeah okay which is not really high-end is it
0: like a skeet and trap type shotgun i guess yeah 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 it's competition level yeah. yeah
1: or bird i mean i guess You know, Gameberg. Um, Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were looking at some over and unders and stuff in the two hundred thousand dollar range, and yes, we were. Olympic grade stuff can easily be twenty, twenty five, thirty thousand. So, you know, what I say, expensive. Actually, three grand, thirty five hundred is not that expensive, but for most folks, it's not a uh, you know five hundred dollar you know Mossberg five hundred or whatever for sure.
0: So uh, it looks like the trolls are already here. Um, so yeah, my mods will take care of that. Not worried about it, but uh, you know, it's weird. You, you got to love the, and I don't think they're human trolls. I think they're bot trolls, Yeah, um, which is even more hilarious to me. Uh, it's what it is. You know, it, 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 here's my thing. If you're going to troll, at least like, don't be lazy about it. Like log in yourself, go to your troll account and troll and have fun with it because you know what i'll have fun with it too but the laziness that people just sit up bots to troll now it's like come on if you're gonna troll do it right you know what i'm saying i don't know maybe it's just me i agree (coughs) excuse me i see rod and shelly out there uh i don't know why rod's here first of all happy birthday to rod gates of aegis gun care my good friend rod i sent him a text this morning probably about six o'clock his time this morning or so I'm sure he really appreciated it. I thought I'd give him a little, I'd give him a little, uh, good morning, happy birthday text, but, uh, it is Rod's birthday. So, um, yeah, happy birthday, brother. Now, Cherry, first of all, thank you to all the, the people out there that have the different colored and emojis and all that. Those are our YouTube channel members. Thank you to all my YouTube channel members and our patrons over there. Couldn't do this without you, full show. But Cherry says, I invested twelve thousand into my daughter's two match rifles. That's 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 easy to do, very easy. I was at my last match. I saw a guy who was shooting there. That his whole loadout, I would guess, was anywhere from twenty-five to thirty grand. Um, unbelievable what people are spending on rifles. But uh it's what it is. But you know, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I've got, Palos, got probably the the christmas special i used that elite 22 yeah this was like back in the day i've had that forever Um, probably 12 between 12 and 1500 back then on it you're talking about 22 that's 20 years
0: ago probably
1: yeah for 22 right so right yeah
2: yeah
0: (laughs) jacob s is out there what's up jacob long time no see hope everything went well hope everybody had a great christmas Hope you got time to spend time with your family and friends, and and all of that. Hope you were able to uh, see and see everybody you wanted to, and 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 get um, what you wanted. If you if you got anything, if you asked for anything, but um, yeah. Now, Rich, I think is talking about the poll. He says I can see small refinements, but don't know about true innovations. We're gonna talk about that a little bit and, and talk about twenty twenty two. I put a poll out there, Clover, uh earlier in the in the chat, and uh I said, you know, will twenty twenty-two be better for gun innovations and prices? And it was about sixty five thirty-five was a split for yes, they they think they would, but so
1: so you, you ghosted know, the poll apparently there. That's two different things.
0: I did, yeah. Well, I mean I'm hoping innovation gets good. And I'm hoping prices come down as well, but yeah, I don't do anything half-assed my man. I don't know right. anything half fast, but Rich was talking agree. about. I would innovation. Think yes and yes. Yeah. You know, Rich was talking about maybe there won't be a whole lot of innovation, you know, and I know what you're going to say probably, but I want you to kind of go ahead and answer this, but when it comes to innovation in the firearms world, you know, there has been so much that's happened over the last 10, 15, 20 years of innovation in firearms you know, we don't know, what we don't know. So obviously the next big thing is we don't even know what that is, but for the people to say, well, there's not a whole lot left to do. What would you say to that?
1: Well, there's plenty left to do. Um, There's a lot of, a lot of hurdles, specifically some hurdles in in ammunition. I mean, we're still relying on for the most part, smokeless powder. Right. And I mean, that'll be a huge leap once we figure out, you know, how do you get away from smokeless powder and think of all the dirt and nasty and other things that come from smokeless powder, right? So when you are able to eliminate that aspect with using smokeless powder, what does that lead to, right, in innovations and things you can do with with firearm design? So um, Rich out there, I mean, to to give Rich a big head for just a minute, one of the reasons I think that – because I have a tendency to want to say – when things, I'm like, oh, that's not innovative, right? Like the, the sidekick, right? Double action that looks like a single action. Sure. In modern times with folks that are not as well-versed as, say, a rich white out there who knows about guns plumb back from the 1700s and all kinds of rare things and lesser known things and all of that, right? He's an encyclopedia of wealth compared to the vast majority of people. So his take is going to be no. Right. Because like I've seen it before, even though it was on a 1912 model, so and so that they made 300 of and built them for two years. Right. And Mm -hmm. so in his mind, I can see why he would say, oh, that's not innovative. It's already been done before. But in Mm -hmm. a modern sense. Is can that innovation be renewed? Right. In other words, if it's something that was obscure, it was tried before its time and now Mm -hmm. it's done and is marketed properly and it's shown to people. Uh, can it catch on and at that point is it renewed is, is renewed innovation just as good as innovation?
0: Sure uh, Now Calavera says with companies having such a hard time keeping up with demand, are they focusing on innovation or production? I think the answer is yes. Um, understand the last couple of years most firearm companies unless you've trying not to I mean, really you must you, you have to try not to make money the last couple of years, if you're a firearm company. Um, and I know some of these companies that have had hella good couple of years. Um, so one thing you always have to remember is yes, the production side, you know, and it's not necessarily their fault. They're waiting for parts and they're waiting for all this to get these things built or whatever. Uh, so the productions always are, they're, they're going to have to keep up, but there's two sides of the R and D, which is that, you know, the, the, design, the innovation side of things. One if they're going to take that next step, they need to find their next product. And two, there is a big tax write-off for corporations that invest in their own corporation, whether it's R&D or whatever. Right. So I, I think that it's the answer is going to be yes. They obviously have to keep up their production because of the supply-demand situation. But I think that any gun company that's worth a grain of salt um, is going to continuously reinvest whatever money they have made back into their company you're almost betting on yourself so absolutely i I think the innovation is going to be a part of it and we might not see that the the products come for another three or four more years (laughs) but i promise you these companies are already starting to figure out what's next for their companies if they're not then we won't see them in a few years maybe they jumped in got this big break they made some money and they're out hey so so be it that's their problem um now, Joe out there says he wants a real deal lightsaber. Who wouldn't?
3: <coughs>
0: Excuse me. Um, now, Calaveras, I don't know if he's joking or is serious, but eliminate smokeless powder. Is it still a firearm?
1: I don't know. Good point. Right.
0: That's that's that the could really be a point. whole
1: different ball of wax. What if we? What could we, if we could have the same? machines that we have nowadays that are they do exactly the same thing they're just as effective if not better and if not cooler and fall under zero regulation with the atf and that wouldn't that be an awesome goal to achieve
0: yeah really now rod says always room for improvement innovation you just have to want to and like i said that's what's going to come down to if these companies are really and i'm not saying gun companies gonna be ammo companies you know, Just looking at the last five years, I'm not saying it's just new in the last five years, but in the last five years, you see a lot of innovation, a lot of ammo companies out there trying to get through non-lead projectiles, the polymer projectiles, different things that are trying to be innovative with ammo. Uh, no, just, so it's just not just guns, but I mean, you're talking about any, any company, in my opinion. Right. that wants to actually succeed and stick around and be part of the community is going to have to reinvest in
1: themselves. So so where does the innovation stop is, is one question that I would have, right? What are you considering innovation? Are you considering just the end user product that you see? Because we all know no, that it, like, it,
0: could, it could be machines that they work right. on to right. make their products better. I mean, we, you know. we
1: all know there's a supplier showcase at SHOT. And that's, that's right. the that's the materials, the equipment, the machinery, the things that are needed for the industry to operate, right? And multiple, <laughs> let's be honest, multiple industries to operate. But you know there could be innovation and breakthrough on that, and that's going to trickle down to the firearm with either better quality firearms or allow firearm companies to do more stuff and be more innovative. Maybe it lowers prices because it it uh, it makes the manufacturing process easier. And something I was going to say going back. Dealing with your your poll question a little bit, and yeah. and our company's doing working on production, focusing on production as as opposed to R and D or innovation. Mm-hmm. Most of the companies that I know, and admittedly, I, I certainly don't know them all. Most of them that I know, they had that's two totally separate divisions, departments,
0: absolutely, and
1: and sets of equipment. Their mm-hmm. their production equipment is all set up standardized. Where the R and D, they're able to swap things around and do things, switch things on the fly more or less just make one-offs right um to try to put an idea together get a concept together to see if it works
0: absolutely uh defense dad says what's this innovation you speak of isn't my hk already perfection that's fair that's fair (laughs) Pretty pretty close uh idaho Rogers usmc says forget innovation I want to see companies step up production. I'm looking at you, CCI Primer Division. (laughs) That's fair, too. (laughs) Are primers getting back to where they're, I'm not saying price-wise, but are they getting back to where they're available now? Because I know in April April at Tulsa, people were talking all over the place that primers were just damn near impossible to find.
1: Ten cents plus a piece, you know, something like that. Which is ridiculous. No, I don't
0: reload. So, when you say 10 cents for people out there that are listening that don't reload, how much do a primer usually cost?
1: Mm, not too terribly long ago. I mean, shortly before cough, cough. um, mm-hmm. Three and a half cents, maybe around okay. here. Something like that. Yeah. So, it's tripled, yeah. easily, easily tripled.
0: So, it's similar to what we saw for ammo prices in general. Some of them were double to triple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. All right, well, let's jump into this week's polls. Everyone loves our polls, and we have a fun time doing it. We know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday morning at 10 o'clock, we release a new poll out on our YouTube community tab. We have fun with them and, and all of that. And um, this week is no different. Our first one, pretty simple question. It was uh, last Thursday. We have 1,200 votes. The question was, what day do you typically open presents? Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? So uh, I'll start with you first, Clove. You know, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Do you guys have a tradition, or is it basically when everyone can kind of get together?
1: Um, it's usually when everybody can get together. I mean, if you were talking about you know immediate family like myself, my wife, the kids, you know, when they all lived at home, it was Christmas. morning. Yeah. it was Christmas.
0: Okay. Yeah, for us, it's always been Christmas Eve is when we have the the dinner and we, you know, put our pajamas on and do all of that. Watch the movie, open the presents. And then Christmas morning, you know, when, my, when Santa was coming, when my daughter was younger, obviously we, we had Santa's uh, Christmas Day morning. And then we but now we have like stocking stuffers and stuff like that. But most of it is christmas eve now obviously if my daughter can't come on christmas eve she comes home a day before or a day after or whenever we'll do it whenever but uh typically we're we're always been a christmas eve kind of a family and and then we woke up and usually on christmas day we would have santa claus and then have um stocking stuffers and our biggest one we always go to do is we go and get some of the lotto scratch-offs and everybody gets like 20 bucks worth of scratch offs and all that. And everyone just sits around and see how much they want and all that's pretty fun. But uh, so, yeah, so far uh, with 1.2 thousand votes, Christmas Day is 77%. So, 77% of the people out there open presents up on Christmas Day. And I, I think we're probably a little weird. I mean, I, I do that because growing up, uh, we always had our big family. Um, big family Christmas party, huge family Christmas party on Christmas Eve. That's when we kind of opened up all the gifts. So I guess that's kind of where it came from as we've always done it Christmas Eve for the most part. Um, Now I think this is something that people do a lot of crystal says out there, we are completely Christmas day. The kids were allowed one gift on Christmas Eve. And I think there's a lot of the people that, um, yeah, that maybe do that one present on Christmas Eve. A uh, quick shout out! Thank you, five dollars super chat to mandatory carry. He uh, says, "I'm here." Fixes watching too on her phone. Thank you, guys. Uh, we do not ask, nor do we encourage super chats, um, but thank you to those that do. They go towards sending care packages overseas. So, thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm really proud. <clears throat> I haven't done the official total, but we've, we're about eleven hundred dollars this year. We've sent uh, to different. about three different organizations we use but together between uh did a little fundraiser on facebook um and then all the super chats about eleven hundred dollars we've sent and they say that the average now some are gonna be cheaper some a little more the average care package costs about fifteen dollars so that's a lot of care packages that we sent over so thank you guys everyone just in 2021 alone about $1,100, which is awesome. Thank you so much for that. Uh, our second poll was Saturday, which I guess was Christmas Day, wasn't it? Yeah, Christmas Day was Saturday. Uh, it's got 1,000 votes. This is, what is your dream holiday location? So if you could pick somewhere to go for Christmas, bring your family and all that, would it be the beach to the snowy mountains, a destination city like maybe new york or somewhere like that or just at home um clover if if you could is there a dream destination or place that you would like to spend christmas or what
1: yeah you know if you could round up the majority of your family or something like that i think spending Mm -hmm. it uh, someplace cold with lots of snow and stuff like that i'd almost say you're gonna go if
0: you're going to go snow, I mean, go all out and maybe go to Alaska or something, right? Ooh, okay, uh, so maybe, a, maybe, maybe a, a cabin to to somewhere in Alaska. City or to Colorado, but I never thought about going to Alaska. I mean, you're right. you're talking about, like, let's do this. We're going to do this, right? right? Exactly. Like you're yeah. trying to watch Santa take off from the North Pole, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that would be cool. I would, right love there, to go to Alaska. I would love to go to Alaska, but I probably want to go during the summertime and um, they had like Alaska cruises that I, I've heard are just amazing. Uh, I would love to go to Alaska. I don't think I could get Yoko to go with me during the winter time because, uh, yeah, she gets cold when it's fifty, much less minus fifty. So now, I don't, some I of don't those,
1: now some of those uh, cruises you can uh, shoot sporting clays off the off the cruise yep. ship. Just sure can,
0: sure can. I don't think that's going to get her going there in the wintertime. Just saying, that's, <laughs> that's probably. Place. not. <laughs> uh, Rich White says, "When we were kids, we got one gift on Christmas Eve. Usually, PJs for that night. That's that's a good idea. The rest were open Christmas morning. We did the same one thing with our kids. And I think like I, I think that's what um what we'll do. Defense Dad says we do Christmas when we can get the most people together. Hard to do it with family spread out. I hear you. Yeah, I've man. only got one kid." So it makes it easier. And she lives about an hour and a half from here. So it is easier. Like I said, with her schedule, we do it off based off her schedule, working in the hospital. Um, we, some days we, we, sometimes we don't know what day she has to work each year. So it is what it is. Um, G23 says, I will try to step up my game on super chats next year. 1100 is good, but 1600 is better. Uh well, you do enough, brother. I appreciate you. You definitely do enough. Now, Gunmetal Guy USA is A dude ranch closed only for his family. That would be fun. Like, if you go to, like, Montana or somewhere, like Wyoming, and rent out a ranch, and, oh, man, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Once again, don't know if I get Yoko to go, but um, I could definitely see me and my daughter join going to a dude ranch. I
1: don't want anything sure. to do with horses. You can have it.
0: No, I love horses. Oh, yeah. Love them. No matter of fact, last time I was on a horse, which is a long ass time ago, we were up in in Wyoming of Jackson Hole. I was in high school and we took them all up into the mountains and and did all that. But I love horses. Uh, Jacob says my aunt and uncle went to Alaska in September. They said it was was. uh, A lure down let down, maybe. Oh, probably, yeah. Okay, I let down because of a lot of the trips and stuff in between. The tour was shut down because of the season of COVID. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Um, Buck says a ball of eggnog might give it a go. <laughs> now, this is true, Buck. Very well go. done. That is definitely, definitely, definitely. Crystal, we found out Crystal may not like it, but she can handle 30-degree weather because we yeah. saw her in Tulsa. She had to go buy a jacket at Walmart that night, that Friday night. But Crystal, you you prove to yourself and to us that you can survive in the cold. Yeah. So,
1: but did she I'm die? Gonna, but did she die? No,
0: she did not die. So there uh-huh. you go, there you go. Um, yeah, for me it'd be snowy mountains. Uh, like I said, uh, we used to go to Colorado and and Utah every year It's go skiing and all that. Um, so I would definitely go snowy mountains. Like I said, I might be going with my daughter because my my wife probably won't go with this. Uh, But right now we have, like we said, 1.1 thousand votes on this. The snowy mountains are leading with 40 percent. Wow, at home is at 29 percent in second place, and third place with 22 percent is the beach, and an eight percent is a destination city. For me, people say, "Oh, I would love to go to New York or something like that." I have no desire to go to like a destination city. Like if I, I no.
1: So if I was going to go to New York City and uh, I have no intentions um yeah. you know that would definitely be of an experience. Everybody that I know that has been, they've mm-hmm. said that sure. it was an experience regardless of all your feelings about New York City. I sure. think I would want to go during holiday time, during the Christmas season. If, if you're
0: going to go to New York, yeah. I, I would say going yeah. over to see Rockefeller Center with a tree and all that. Yeah. Sure. If you're yeah. going to go to New York, go between that Christmas and New Year's and and spend that time out there, sure. I just have no desire to go to, yep. to New York. I would much rather go, hell, I'd go, like I said, I'd go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming before. Like if someone sit there and says, here, all expenses paid. You can either take your family to Jackson Hole or to New York. I'm picking Jackson Hole. That's yeah. just me. Um, but that's kind of how I am. Uh, I'm not going. I, I, I have no desire to go to New York. I think it'd be kind of cool. You know, I don't know. Right. All, ex- all
1: expenses paid. New York might be the better deal.
0: I, I get it. You're rid of Jackson Hole, though. Jackson Hole's <laughs> a pretty badass old town, too. Just saying. I know that,
1: but I'm just saying all expenses paid. I, know. I mean, you could, you could take those no, the Trump
0: you Towers do, or whatever. You go sure see what i You could do all the crazy things in New York. My wife would probably, my wife and daughter, I probably wouldn't go see like cats or, you know, (laughs) Lion King on Broadway. Whatever. Cool. I, I, I don't, mm -mm. I just, the only thing that I would really want to go see sounds bad. I would want to go see the 9 11 um, compound now where they've got the museum and all that stuff. That would be pretty cool but i i to me like you sit there ooh we can go to broadway that that's that, actually making it worse you know <laughs> that,
1: yeah i would like to go see that as well but that ticks part of me off we're the greatest country on the face of the planet we should have built that thing and and built it, built both of the towers back and built them 10 stories yeah. higher than we built them in the first place just sure. to say no, through you is what we should have not
0: yep yeah. no i get it i get it uh let's see here the third well, before we do this, I, I do want to uh, screen. Rich out there
1: something. says Christmas and Branson might be cool. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Branson, Branson at Christmas time is pretty cool. They have it maybe, all lit maybe up. Nash- um, maybe
1: Nashville even could be.
0: Nashville, I, you know, I'm not a big Nashville fan. I don't dislike it, but I'm not a huge one. Uh, Branson is cool during the during the holiday season because they ha- they have lit they lit up everything. Everywhere is just lit up. They've got parades. Branson, Branson's a really cool thing. Uh, in general, but yeah, Crystal Simon Branson, pretty cool. Uh, let me screen share. I want to screen share a tab real quick. And I put out a uh, little thing on Instagram earlier today. Clover was one of them. And this is who's your squad? These are the dudes that I go to hell with, and you know, put the FUD over there. The FUD's got to be hanging out there in the far left, and um, so he's part of it. But the Overwatch, you got to go with your Overwatch, it's got to be Charlie Melton, right? Navy SEAL sniper, yep, instructor from Chris Kyle, he's got to be Overwatch. And then you got Tonto, just because I mean, it's Tonto, and then I have Ron from Riker USA, and he's a jarhead as well. But I thought I had a little fun with that one. Um so if you guys are out there enjoying that one, that was a that was a fun little time we did with that picture today. So I want to out there and say, Who's your squad? So out there, you know, let me know the four or five people if you could go into hell and back and all that. Who are the guys you want to take along with you? Make sure that they got your six and all that. So name them out there. Any four or five guys out there that were gals, if you want, um, who are the ones that you would take into the hell with you? Um, so yeah. Anyways, um our last
1: I feel you copied last, well, me just a little bit on that
0: well I got the idea from you for sure yeah <laughs> you copied me last week so I copied you That's this true. week this is true so uh yeah hey I, I never said that I come up with the great ideas I'm, anyone is, anyone is worth their weight in shit at all steals from other people That's hey, that one, been going on forever.
1: okay dirty little secret that one I got was actually stolen so yeah there you go so <laughs>
0: Let's see here so the last polls got over 850 votes came out yesterday what was the best new handgun of 2021 uh the canic Mate, the springfield ronin 1911 10 millimeter that's a bad i don't know if you've seen that or not that's a bad yeah ass it's one. pretty cool yeah uh, the walther pdp Stugger str 9s or other leave a comment um We're talking handguns because we're going to get into other stuff here in a little bit, Clove. But as far as handguns uh, that were new to the market in 2021, um, do you have one that's your favorite?
1: You know, not really anything on that list because to me, the PPQ is better than the PDP. Sorry, it is.
3: I, I don't I know would, i don't
1: know and, I I've, and I've told TV them TV. told them that had them I, had them on a podcast i'm like i don't yeah. understand it i mean it marketing and whatever but you should have just improved the ppq and kept it the ppq or something. i don't understand why you would change slide ergonomics and other things um yeah. <clears throat> so that one yeah i don't get uh the Roland is is nice but end of the day it's a 1911 right um mm-hmm. the canic and i like canic I don't own a canic, mm-hmm. but I like Canic. But at the end of the day, it's a canic. Um so it's like, eh. Um and then what was the other other ones on there? That was it except for Oh, the Stoger. The Stoger.
0: Um, the Stoger S T yeah. R nine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Never been a never been a huge Stoger fan. So, you know, I did a ride in for that M and P ten millimeter. I thought that was uh for me anyway, because that actually put some interest into the M and P line finally for me. Yeah. with that 10 millimeter so hopefully they're at range today and we get to play with it uh,
0: exactly uh, yeah they're they're the vast majority of the ride in votes well, let's go ahead real quick coming in at first place with 43% of the vote is the Canik Matei and uh, second place with 21% is the Walther PDP and third place with 19% was the Springfield Ronan Uh, In fourth place was the other at 13%, and the Stoger came in last at 3%. The vast majority of the right-ins on the other, the 13%, were one of three. Uh, You had the 10-millimeter from Smith & Wesson. Smith & Wesson had a big year, let's say, okay? They had the Shield Plus was another big one on the right-in. And then they also had the the Dagger, the PSA Dagger. I would – no offense, guys – Nothing that PSA ever puts out will I ever say is the best of anything. Now, what PSA is and what they do is wonderful. They make quality firearms for a very reasonable price, no matter if you're talking AKs, if you're talking uh, ARs, if you're talking pistols now. You'll never hear me say that PSA has put out the best of anything because all a dagger is is a cheap version of the Glock 19. I mean, let's just be real. Um, So you'll never hear me say that that PSA has put anything the best of. Not saying it's not great. Doesn't say that you guys can't love it. But I'll never say that PSA does anything that's the best in some category because I don't think that's ever going to be the case. But Smith & Wesson had a hell of a year. Uh, They started out kicking out the Shield Plus, which (laughs) is killing people. What's up?
1: Oh, you said they had a hell of a year. I'm just trying to keep my mouth shut over here, but go ahead.
0: They did. They they had it. Yeah. Smith shotgun and Wesson didn't
1: work out too well. But okay.
0: The <laughs> shotgun barrels, Yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's funny. Is here's a question for you. I still want to shoot that thing. I'm hoping by shot show range that they've got the barrel situation figured out. Uh, that thing does look badass. But it's it's amazing how quickly right after the the barrel. Started cracking on the shotgun. Um, how quickly that 10 millimeter got released? You know, do you think that 10 millimeters was to be released a little bit later? I think, it, I like, think maybe that what? was. Yeah. Let's go ahead and change the news cycle here, real quick. <laughs>
1: Getting a little too hot in the kitchen. We better do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was. I think it was. I think it was a Hail Mary pass or whatever you want to call it. Um, I, th- I think the 10 millimeter probably was slated for more of a shot show thing. Uh, and when that happened, they were like, we, we got to do something to get you. Know, Divert attention, so let's do this
0: now. There were a couple, this has been brought up a couple of different times. I never shot this, nor have I even been around it before. The logo arms, the alien, yeah, uh, but that's were not still- new for
1: 2021, is it? It's been out I think it
0: forever. Out. I don't know if it's been out forever, but or uh, that was written in several times. i there maybe there's a new uh 2.0 or it might be something that's the alien that came out this year. Um. But yeah, it's one of those where I I that was written in several times, so I I had never really um you know, but yeah, I would say the Smith and Wesson between the, the Shield Plus and the 10 millimeter were the ones you now. There were obviously a bunch of, there was there were 40 some odd comments, so there was a lot of different ones that had uh the Ruger 57, the Ruger 57 was not a 2021, that was a 2020 gun um and all that but yeah i think definitely think that um that the uh smith and weston had a pretty good year just between the ten millimeter and the shield plus the shotgun like i said i really want to shoot that shotgun i'm hoping they've got everything fixed and ready to go before shot in the range day because that is one that i really wanna that i really want to shoot um
1: i think the uh, I want- bruno i think the fk bruno out there somebody was mentioned it um yeah. but i think it came out didn't it came out in 2020
0: or even in europe, before in europe you remember when we had rob on he was over in europe the european show whatever it was called a couple years ago and he right. was that we had like that podcast like eight o'clock in the morning because it was in the afternoon over there i think it came out in europe i don't think it came out in the u.s until earlier this year Okay, um, I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that uh, due to a lot of different issues it didn't well, actually the problem, in America.
1: Yeah, and part of the problem, what's really weird right now is we had no shot. And shot is our, kind of yep. our litmus, our, yep. our yep. pin in time, right? And so we yeah. didn't have one in 2021, and so 2020 and 2021 kind of gets mixed together a little bit.
0: No doubt. Um, now we're talking about who's your squad. G23 says, uh, I don't know if I want to put my best friends in hell with me. And I'm saying if I'm going to hell, I want to make sure that I've got the right guys with me. Um, and that's just a mentality. If I'm going into hell, your best you friends want should to, want to want go the with best. you. We should want to. Absolutely. They that's, that's where that's when you need them and want them the most. So if you're going to go through hell, then let's do it with friends, you know? So absolutely. Um, Let's see here. Defense dad says Clover. I sold my PDP and got another HK because I still like my PPQ better. PDP is great. I'll I'll agree with Clover. My PPQ, I'll take it all day long. Um, That's just me. I I, I don't understand unless they just need another model. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'll take my PPQ all day every day. I so think a lot of out,
1: it was a a pivot because that's the PDP is the what does it stand for like the duty
0: yeah, pistol um, practical duty the,
1: pistol or something
0: yeah, I, I think they're they're trying to go towards the duty slash competitive side of things.
1: I think they I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was a branding thing sure I'm sure. Uh, they were kind of getting away from <clears throat> ppq is of course a, a walter thing and they wanted to get into more of a mainstream name for it mm-hmm. i think and i think that's when they took that opportunity on the the redesign to do that i, I think ultimately is what it come down to i don't agree with that decision yeah. but i think that's what it come down to but i don't own the Me company sure. if i own the company i may would have made that decision you know
0: and, and I'm not saying it's a bad gun. I'm not saying anything about it except the fact it's not, that it's definitely not. I'm I'm going to stick with my PPQ. Um, I would have no reason for me personally to go to the PDP, not because it's not a great gun, but I don't think that there is that much of a difference for me to sit there and say, "Well, I'm going to go get this," and, and not we're about my PPQ. And so you can hands down night and day beat that ppq i'm sticking with it because i know what that gun does the trigger i'm, I'm sure the trigger on yeah. the PPQ is amazing i'm going with the ppq all day long uh let's see here now they're talking about awag says the dagger is way more comfortable than any glock eh, depends on who you are i personally like the feel of a glock that's just me um yeah. other people no, i like i like glocks i like the way they feel and
1: a Gen three, anyway, for sure.
0: Gen three, for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, that'd be better than the Gen five and all that. But I like a, a good Gen three Glock. Is feels great in my hand. Um, It is what it is. Uh is. Let's see here. G twenty three's got a nice little toothache. That's not uh, those. Those are the worst.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. toothaches and burns right that's two things that rank really high on the list as far as suckage yeah and kidney yep. stones kidney stones hands down is the worst but
0: yeah yeah burns and, and, burns. And, and here's the thing defense that brings up a good point about the pdp the slide lens the better optics i don't run optics on my handguns i don't like dots on my handguns so that's never going to be something that you know for the guys that run dots sure maybe that is um the q5 the ppq the ppqq5 match those run great optics and all that but to me like the selling point never needs to be for me what it's a better slide mount for optics It's never going to bring anything to me because i don't run dots on my guns that's just me personally um so awag says you go into the gathering here in south carolina um, I've actually been talking about. I think that's in March, if I'm not mistaken. I'm actually looking and planning on going to that. Yes, um, I was talking with buddy Ron Holmes for the Riker, and um, I really think that that might that might happen this year or next year. I was, I was almost this year, in a few days it'll be this year. But uh, I am looking at going to that. Um, I think I might be going to that. So, yes, I plan on it. You never really know what's going to happen between here and now, but uh, now and then. But um, I am planning on that in March if dates work out at work. Uh, let's see here. Warsaw says, I prefer the Glock 19 by Polymer 80. Well, it's not a Glock 19. It's a Polymer 80.
2: Right.
3: <laughs>
0: So you can make a polymer eighty however you want to. Uh, let's see here, going back. To, I'm trying to catch up. Sorry. Um, no, I do. You no, know, Mentor Carey. He he still runs iron sights. Um, no, I run dots on all my ARs and all that. But just for handguns, I don't. I don't like running dots. Um, yeah. I know that you're pretty much the same way i mean i don't know the i don't even do you own any handguns that have dots on them right now
1: oh yeah they're competition rigs but yeah
0: outside of like 22's competition stuff like uh, no
1: i've got a 17 l with a with a dot on. oh it. do you
0: no oh, okay okay i didn't know that had a, a dot on it
1: but again competition rig yeah it's got a vortex venom on it it's <laughs> back in the day when you had to use the adapter plates but right either way
0: and defense, did that, defense. That said, he's not a, fan, a dot fan. There, he was just thinking that was part of Walther's move to the PDP. The PPQ slide is narrow, and like I said, that that's that's a legitimate thing, and that's very well could be the biggest thing. But for me, that's like I said. Don't ever try to sell me on a on a handgun because the slide's wider and it, and it receives plates easier for for optics. Because that's never gonna for me. That's not ever going to be anything that. Uh, Okay They're getting into a little PSA scuffle Out there ding 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 round one Round one here we go
1: Mm -hmm. All companies got their People have their deals There's tons of people that buy from the Company that shall not be Mentioned and there's Tons of people that that buy Every day from Mm -hmm. Some place that has to do With optics and a certain celestial Body Uh, they seem to love that place, which is a crap hole of a company, but people still buy from them, so teach their Mm -hmm. own. If you have a bad experience, don't buy from them, don't buy from
0: them. Yep. Uh, wow, Georgia Rebel. I hadn't seen Rebel for a while. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, homie. Good seeing you. Uh, let's see here. So, what we're gonna do real quick, we're gonna give a few things away this tonight, give a few things away. So the first thing we're going to give away is over on our website. I'll um, put that in, in our spreadsheet store, but I'll go over here and just put the link over there. We're going to give away a t shirt. Um, any design that you want. Um, let me try to get this link real quick. Copy link. Put this out there. So you're gonna use hashtag t shirt, just how I spelled it. Hashtag t shirt in the live chat, and there you go. We're gonna give away a free t shirt, any design that you want on our Spreadshirt page. Go ahead, and if you're out there right now, use hashtag t shirt. We'll give a few minutes for the, uh, the giveaway tool to to uh get it we're going to give a free t-shirt away any design that you want we got some pretty pretty cool designs over there you
1: know Um, now hmm? you mentioned giveaway i got to thinking Hmm. we have given away a gun the last what three years or something and this year at least two well
0: well, one year we didn't have because we didn't have a shot last year but yeah we've given two two guns away maybe Maybe three maybe has been three
1: i don't remember something like that
0: yeah 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 we'll get there again no doubt
1: hopefully 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 that's always fun get there
0: all right so we've got 15 people out there that have entered for the free t-shirt if you're out there and you we're going to give you about another minute or so do you have to be a subscriber to win, Grumpy Guys? Nope. Just type in the hashtag t shirt. That's all you got to do. Type that hashtag in there, and you are eligible for the free t shirt. You do not have to be a subscriber.
1: Grumpy Guys Obviously, knows grumpy,
0: what's up. Yeah, he does. He's got. He heard free came in. I with my t shirt. Uh, I've no, seen I'm
1: Grumpy kidding. Guys. I've seen Grumpy Guys he out has. there before. I just say he oh, knows yeah. what's up because subscribers numbers really mean nothing. Yeah in the grand scheme of things that's nice when you're talking to companies and other things but outside of that
0: yeah grumpy yeah just type that hash that we're gonna go ahead and close it off so what i'm gonna do is screen share chrome tab to the giveaway tool 20 entries 20 entries okay so uh all right here we go we're going to draw real quick and we're going to see who wins a free t-shirt of any design in our t-shirt store that you want. Georgia, How about that, Georgia dude, Rebel the dude hasn't been here in two years tonight. and he just kidding. uh Georgia Rebel. Four. In the description of this is my email address. Go ahead. Like I said, go to our shirt store there over on spreadshirt. Pick out whatever. Uh, design that you like, and um, email me what design it is, what color you want, what size, and your address and all of that stuff, and we'll get it sent out. Um, well, as soon as they can get it made up and and uh, and, and send it out there. So, uh, congrats, Georgia Rebel, Georgia. We got we got a couple more things we're gonna give away throughout this show. So you might want to stick around. You might want to stick around um but yeah the t-shirt is going to georgia let me write this down because i will forget because i am not real smart the hell my pen go and send me an email remind me again georgia what what design what color what size and your address and we'll get that taken care of i don't know what the hell my pens are to hell with it i'll remember i just go back and watch this um but yeah yeah congratulations so uh so let's kind of dive into what we're talking about the the year in review we were talking about handgun but uh i don't know if you want to break this down by you know we want to talk about shotguns and rifles or that or i want to i want to start here and and say right now of all the stuff that you've handled shot um worked with this year do you have a favorite does it matter what platform we're talking about do you have a favorite that you that you've worked with this year?
1: Um yes. Yes. Uh that Gerson MC three twelve sport.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
1: dude, for the money. Um you can't you can't beat that thing. I mean it it the action on that shotgun is as good as any Benelli or Beretta or any anything I've ever shot. Really? As good as good or better. And what's crazy about this. Is that's also consistent with what I have experienced with the other stuff, the Gerson, um, um, regard the PT 92, right? It's as good as any Beretta I own. I mean, it, yeah. it literally is. It's built as well, maybe even better. Um, it, it functions as well, as well, maybe even better. Um, and it, I, I got the exact same. It's just with a shotgun instead of a handgun with that with that Gerson M three three twelve sport if I can get it out, Um, yeah, amazing man, amazing.
0: Yep, I know. Like I said, I'm looking to getting into a a 1911. It's coming down to either the um, that Gerson 1911. I tell you what, man. Springfield looks pretty good. I've been looking at Springfield. I've been looking at some um, Rock Island. I've heard Rock Island for what they are for the price uh, are, are pretty good but I I've heard everything I've heard from you and other people about gerson is I haven't heard a bad thing about gerson and I know that you said that their um, the regard their version of the 92. Is better than the PT 92 and the actual Breda 92s. Yeah. I mean, I would say that, that. I mean, that's for me, that's high regard. Uh, no pun intended. Right. But yeah, I, um, the Gerson thing looks great. Um, you should get a G23. You should get a co St. Arms. Mm-hmm. No, I might. Um, I tell you what, man, that Ronin 10 millimeter looks. Pretty damn badass. Yeah, that thing is really sharp looking. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, Marcus out there says this year was the year of the lever action for me, and I really love the manual arms of repeater. It's just like driving a stick shift right now. I'm loving the good old fashioned 45 long Colt. Uh, you're talking to someone that just gets a rash when you bring up what you're just talking about. But that guy?
1: Yep.
0: So of all of the uh, the lever actions that you've played with, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to be necessarily brand new to this year. Uh, but In the last couple of years, let's say since the last shot show, um, I know that you've got a couple of lever actions from Henry uh, in the last year or two. Yeah. Um, which one is which one's your favorite lever action that you've been playing around with?
1: as far as newer um Henry and has been coming out Henry has been coming out with some new stuff. Henry's got one they call the Long Ranger. L O N G, Long Ranger. Um and it's a it's a lever action. They got them in five Creed 308. I don't even know all the different calibers, but yeah. Uh now it is a I guess a rotary magazine fed. It's not a tube fed obviously designed, okay. but um those are those are really super cool, for sure. Yeah.
0: Now Jesse out there says, "Oh my God, you have baby clothes! Tar dot's going to kill me." Yes, on our spreadshirt we do have baby clothes, and for the expecting mother, we thought of you, Jesse. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, it is great. Um, yeah, and now we're talking. We've done. Uh, what about shotguns? Anything shotguns that you have come out in the last year or two that you've worked with that kind of sticks out from the rest?
1: that's come out other than that Grisson. I mean, that's yeah. the one that really come out. I mean, okay. when they, now with the Mossberg, and that's been fairly recent with that Mossberg Snow Goose, it's grown on me a lot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
0: That's um, a cool looking uh, shotgun right there.
1: Man, the the 930s and the 940s from Mossberg, solid shotguns, nothing. We talked about innovation and all earlier, right? Nothing really innovative about it. Um, It's uh, it's not inertia driven. I mean, it doesn't feel like a, a Beretta, Benelli, a, you know, one of those. Um, yep. you know, it feels like a Mossberg semi-automatic shotgun, but there's something about that snow goose. And I don't know if it's a longer barrel, the longer tube, um, maybe the way the, the furniture's made, the, it, it's just balanced. The balance on that thing is just amazing. It, it fits so great. It swings so true. Um, yep. I was, I was surprised that it, it, um, it shot as well as it did. It come with, it comes with all kinds of adapters. Right to change the, the the cant and the you know angles of the comb and all of these other things, uh, but just right out of the box, that thing. I mean, you can nail them down with it. It's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, Now, Marcus is out there talking about the the, the new 590 that shoots the mini shells with uh, without the adapters, mm-hmm. and yeah, that I've seen pieces of the new five. And I, I love the five. I've got a 590. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's the tactical, whatever you want to call
1: it. Yeah, I've got um, the Mariner.
0: The five those five nineties do look pretty damn cool. Um once again, we're not talking innovative. We're not talking you know, reinventing the wheel here. It's little things, and, and sometimes the little things are innovative. Um and we, we we don't have to we don't have to figure out the next way to make a gun, the little bitty innovations that Sometimes go unnoticed are the ones that can really change things. Um, you know, the Lone Rangers, everyone's want the Lone Rangers out there. Uh Cherry says the Lone Ranger, or the Long Ranger, I mean the lone, uh come in two two three. Um, let's see here. Yeah, some talk about that. The scar 17s. Um yeah, anything bolt action that that. Um, that comes to mind for you that you've seen the last couple of years since well since the last shot show
1: of uh, the straight pull savage without a doubt yep awesome god amazing amazing and i it's funny i got a comment on my on my video with that a while back and the guy was talking smack about six five creed because that's what they had when i shot that one right at the event Mm -hmm. And he was dogging on the 6.5 Creedmoor about, oh, it's a fanboy cartridge. And I said, dude, this video is about the rifle. I was at an event. That's the rifle and the ammo they had. Get a grip. Um, Yeah. But holy moly, that thing shot, you know, first time time shooting that rifle, uh, very first time, five shots, however many it was, well under sub moa like you know half moa or something like that right i mean yeah. right out of the gate with it, it amazing felt great
0: hey i got to uh step aside for just two seconds to be right back okay okay you can keep the show going for a second i'll be right back
1: yeah i think we can handle it quite possibly uh so yeah defense dad says and i can't put the things on the screen my apologies for that but it says uh, i really thought uh, the P365XL was going to be my favorite carry gun last year, but it was just me. Um, that's been my approach to the 365 since they first came out was meh. Um, that being said, I'm not a huge SIG fan. The, the one SIG is kind of like the 10 millimeter. Um, I've never been an MNP guy with, with Smith & Wesson. Uh, and now with the 10 millimeter, it's like, okay, I got a little interest in those now. Um, I, same way with SIG. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of interest in SIG, but SIG does make the P220 uh, Hunter in 10 millimeter, which does give me a little bit of uh, interest. And so, um, but yeah, I, I wasn't either. Very popular handgun. A lot of people do love them for sure. Uh, G23 says Henry needs to be innovative. Needs to innovate all models with side gate and uh, tube load both. Um, that's an interesting concept, G23, with uh, with having both. Um, tube certainly does have its, its perks. And I want to say on, on a few of my videos dealing with tube bed, I've talked about those perks and the quick unload, uh, is one of the perks of the, uh, tube bed, obviously slow, you know, harder to top off and things like that. But, uh, in the loading department, but you know, when you get through, um, it's also a safety thing, right? You're not jacking around into the action and then having to extract it. You can just, you can literally pull the tube, dump them and you're good to go.
0: Sorry, nature call had to go pat of the nose. I understand uh, it hits sometimes, you know. Uh, Kevin Riker, the Tack Daddy, is out there We're on the Facebook side.
1: Famous comedian, man. That's famous Kevin, comedian, that's Kevin Patrick.
0: Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick comedy. Go check out Kevin. Tack Daddy is doing comedy now, so go check out Kevin Patrick comedy, doing some open mic stuff down there in the South Florida area. But uh, happy new year to to attack daddy uh what were we talking about i'm sorry what were you talking about uh, various
1: mm-hmm. things uh, we talked about the uh p365 and a little bit and my thoughts on sig uh, from there fence dad said he had one and it was kind of eh. and I'm, i was like yeah it's been my my take ever since 365 first came out i've never been yeah. the least bit interested no matter what they you know letters they put on the end of it you know what i mean uh um, sure. it's like mm, it's still no not interested Um,
0: now for a sig i'm gonna have to go with josh here the p220 hunter have you seen this gun yeah it looks i don't know it's a two p220 so it's gonna be pretty good obviously but it looks pretty badass yeah that's so. what i said
1: earlier kind of like the uh, mmp now has the 10 millimeter so i'm yeah. interested a little bit in the mmp now strictly because of the 10 millimeter that's right, um right. that's kind of the way i've always been with sig you know i was looking at one probably last yep. year a p220 hunter um yep. so that would that would definitely you know if i was going to go sig that would be the route i would go no doubt
0: yeah, there's there's a couple different sigs that if I was gonna go down that sig line, it would be the 220 Hunters look badass. I'd probably go with like the 226. What in the hell? <laughs>
1: uh
0: the two two six Legion, that's a pretty badass looking gun, too. Um that's probably where I would go with SIG-wise, one of those two for sure. Uh, the two twenties recoil is noticeably less. Um,
1: probably because of the weight at least for compared to the 40 oh be for weight sure. issue. that that p220 sure. was i don't know what the weight is on it but it's it's i would consider it heavy
0: yeah uh and that's not a bad thing i mean no no know, no not um, at all and and not that, that size issue. and especially yeah, you're talking about the 220 hunter is actually used i mean there, there's a reason why they call it the hunter so yeah. it's going to be you you want a little bit of girth to it. You want a little bit of weight to stabilize that thing and, and all that stuff. So, right. um, as if Warsaw's a fan of two two six. I mean, the two two six is legendary. Let's just yep. be real, you know.
1: Um, I'm wondering, um, somebody up there, who was it? Was it Georgia Rebel? Said he got a a, a twenty a twenty gauge Churchill. So I'm wondering, what twenty gauge Churchill? Oh, he did. picked up.
0: He bought a twenty gauge Churchill this past summer. Yeah, so Rebel, if you're out there, uh, Josh, he tends to agree the two 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 six legions as well. Uh, Defense Dad says he loves his nine thirty eight. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about the nine thirty eight. Um, let's see here. Jacob says I learned something interesting this month. Apparently, some people overseas don't call it going to the bathroom as such. They call it backslash. I don't know. I haven't heard that one before. Who knows? I guess every country is gonna have their own way of saying that and go take a piss,
1: you know. Well, most of them don't call it a bathroom anyway.
0: This is true. It's called the toilet, the or, or, toilet the or the latrine or the loo or the yeah, exactly. The head, you know, whatever. Yep. Um. <laughs> here we go. Moa says shotgun. Black Aces Pro S semi-auto 12 gauge.
1: Black Aces make some good stuff.
0: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it, but they do make good stuff. Yep. Um, but they're not as expensive as others. But they're they're not cheap. They're not cheap.
1: Most of their stuff, if not all of their stuff, is a little too tactical it's shorter and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it doesn't ring very many bells from me but yeah. it's cool no doubt
0: now rod says the p220 better than a delta elite that's blasphemy
1: <laughs> delta elites the og man
0: i get it i get it uh i'm just talking about looks that, that hunter looks pretty badass the same, uh, could probably Pat get a Delta. Probably.
1: You could probably get a Delta Elite cheaper than you could get a 220. I don't know that, but you probably could.
0: Okay, let's go find out. Six, the 100. You mean the Hunter? You mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: E 220 Hunter? Let's go see Bass Pro
1: 1100 and something. Uh, 11,
0: Well, they don't have it in stocks. So they're not going to give me a price. Let's go over to see if I can find it over on. Uh, let's go to. Um, Hunter. Oh, they do. They have a C, the Sig P two twenty Hunter and ten millimeter. Current bid is $1,500. uh oh must be. There, there is Pat Hirsch. Yes, it's Pat Hirsch. Yes, let's go with this real quick. Armed Citizen Podcast. Who's this?
2: I think you probably already know who this is. Yes. Well, I have to say because I don't want to
0: assume, you know.
2: Yeah. What's <laughs> right, up? Right. Oh, not much. Uh, just chilling out outside the fire right now. So, uh was listening to the chat and... Uh, An interesting question just popped into my head because I don't know if I've ever seen, and this is kind of geared towards Clover on -hmm. this, um, and maybe you've made a video out of a Clover, and maybe I haven't seen it yet or anything because I'm working through backlogs on people's videos and stuff, but have you ever shot or do you own a lever-action shotgun?
0: clover just stepped aside he had to go to the loo uh he'll be back in his second um or the water closet, they the call water closet kitchen. whatever you'd like to call it he'll be back in <laughs> ironically okay. uh he took this as an opportunity to go um i don't know if he does or not uh, but he'll be back here pretty soon um okay are you are you interested in a lever action shotgun is that what you're asking or
2: yeah, kind of, because I own uh, several semis and several pumps, and about the only thing I own is 12-gauge. Uh, but I just didn't know if he'd ever ran across anything lever action that was smooth enough. You know? Now, are you
0: talking uh, like 12-gauge or, or, or 20 yep, yep, or
2: what? Yeah, I'm definitely a 12-gauge guy for sure. Always, Always have been since I was 10 when I started hunting pheasants and quail and stuff. So, uh, actually the first shotgun I started off with was a Rom- uh, Remington model 11, uh, trench gun that my uncle had, uh, brought back, uh, from, uh, world war two that was actually his. And he gave it a dad because it's got the full muzzle brake on it and the guard and, um, Yeah, he carried that in the trenches in World War II and actually kept it in really good shape. Um, I took the guard off of it and put wood furniture back on it just that way I didn't destroy uh, the guard or anything like that, or, you know, just trying to keep the original parts original. And when I went out hunting with it, I'd put the wood furniture and stuff back on it and make it, you know, look like a, you know, the civilian issue I guess I guess for a better lack of term for sure. and the barrel shroud and the the handguard so I always and then I uh, ran a uh, cover on the uh, butt stock so that way I wasn't dinging it up and messing it up and stuff like that and I still have it to this day actually I broke the extractor here what was it two years ago and I uh, finally had to go to on uh Wulmerick and uh Get one and uh, had to uh, custom file it down till it uh, was grabbing onto the shell and everything, right? So, uh, but yeah, that one's back up and running, and I've got it actually in military form right at the moment. So,
1: yeah, uh, yeah Clover, I think
2: Clover's.
0: Shot. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, I was just saying, it's, yeah, it's back in military form right now since nice. I had to do all that messing around with it.
0: Yeah, so Clover's backing, and, and Clover, Pat, was asking, right as you stepped away, he asked you a question, and it was oh, ironically. That you know, yeah, Uh Yeah. I know there's some 410 stuff out there, maybe even some 20, um, so, but he was wanting to know, do you know of any good lever action 12 gave shotguns?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. There's not even – there's no such thing. I mean, I, I don't mean there's no such thing. Um, The only one I'm aware of is like the century import. That's basically it. Like there's, there's no option. There's no options to say there's a good one or a bad one or whatever. There's like, that's it.
2: Okay. Uh, Well, I didn't know because I'm still working on backlogs from other people's videos and stuff. And honestly, I knew you were a shotgun guy and everything. And I was like, well, maybe he has fired some in the past or he's got some funds that i just haven't seen the videos on so i figured you'd probably be a uh, good resource to uh ask that question so yeah
1: the century pw uh 87 black aces also has one uh i think anyway i could be wrong on that
0: Uh, i lever actually 12 gauge
1: i think so yeah yeah i think black aces has one um you're going to pay for that considerably over, obviously, you know, over the century import century import to my knowledge is is Chinese made, uh, or at least it it was at one time.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. So there you go. Okay. All right. Well, awesome. So uh, yeah, I just, uh, do do you actually have any videos on lever action shotguns then, Clover?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I don't think I've done anything with them.
0: That might be okay. a new uh, lair- uh, lawn chair Pop.
1: It could be. There you go. Could yeah. be. Uh, the I, don't, I don't have that many. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're not. No. You don't see as many of them. I mean, somebody, uh, wanna uh, be a shooter out there? Josh is, was talking about lever action shotguns. Like you don't bolt see action. very many of those. You know, bolt action. I mean, yeah, and mm-hmm. you don't see very many of those anymore as well. So, mm-hmm. I just sold one. If you yeah, so yeah, and
0: Cherry yeah. Cherry C does black cases does have a 12 gauge. So. Yeah.
1: And I think Taylor, I oh, think maybe yeah. Taylor and company, you're going to pay for that too. But I think maybe Taylor and company have one, you know, but they do. The the lever action 12 gauge is, a, is an old school thing, right? And so. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, definitely. I don't know if Cimarron does one or not. I would think that if Taylor and company does, Cimarron might. It's just not anything I've looked heavily into because there's just not that many of them out there.
2: Yeah. Well, I've, I've owned a lot of semi automatic and pump action 12 gauges, and, you know, and I've got some really cool old ones. But I was just like, you know what? I've just never shot
1: a lever action one. And I just, that, that's the guy to talk to right there.
2: <laughs>
0: he is the guy. He is. They the guy.
1: recoil impulse. I mean, just about everything on them. I mean, it's a very similar experience to a pump, honestly. Um, uh, the same, pretty much the same mechanics is happening. It's just, you're doing it with a lever instead of a slide, you know, the only difference,
0: uh, G gotcha. out there has put a link to a video. I don't know if what it might be a lever <laughs> action shotgun. There's no telling with G, but, um, I'm going to check that out. But, uh, but yeah. Right. All right, brother. Well, okay. Hey, you guys have a very happy new year and, uh, stay safe out there.
2: All right. Well, you too, too. So you all have a good one,
0: and uh, thanks for having me on here. Thanks, Pat. Be
2: good. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: All right. Um, so we had a two dollar uh, from Jacob S, and it was uh, I guess it was between Jacob S and G twenty three. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you, I'm mandatory carry uh, by proxy. I guess maybe is that what we're doing uh, the, by proxy? The question, super
1: chat the question. Question on the head. I guess is what that was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I need to take this off now.
1: There we go. I th- cool. I thought most people knew that, but maybe I'm wrong. At least most people our age knew that.
0: Probably, probably, yeah. Uh, now G says that is a lever-action shotgun pistol. The hell from 2012. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a mare's leg basically.
0: <clears throat> yeah, uh, Rich says Taylor Company. It yep. uh, does have one. it starts at about fifteen hundred, <laughs> right? Um, right. So, um, but, but yeah, the
1: century mm-hmm. one, the century one, is like I said, it's subpar, like jinky. It it works for the most part, and it's but you I mean you're talking considerably cheaper than fifteen hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we were talking before. Pat called in. Uh, we had what was it, the 220 Hunter and the Colt Delta Elite? Yeah, uh, I found one on Gumbroker. The current bid for the Hunter is at 1500, and it's still got five days left, so let's assume it'd be around two grand, and that's about what they went for over on gunbroker for the Delta Elite, as well as anywhere from 15 to 1900. Uh, i would say maybe the delta elite might be probably maybe a little bit cheaper yeah um but yeah they're going to be about the same price well
1: that's what i said i said earlier you might even be able to get a delta elite cheaper than a 220 yeah you probably maybe a little bit cheaper yeah Uh, yeah if you looked around it it probably wouldn't be hard to do yeah
0: yeah probably not probably not um let's kind of go away from the firearm side and we kind of beat Uh that dead horse um, as far as like gear or non-firearm related stuff that that you kind of worked with this year anything stand out that you say this is the best product that i've worked with this year
1: well i'm opposed to beating dead horse he's a good guy so he's a not, good guy he's a good not, guy yeah let's not do that uh um, well, some
0: people like, some people like being beat just saying
1: so you know gear it's like you know it could be
0: anything that's not a gun yeah i mean it could know. be whatever. You
1: know? i'm thinking i mean i'm like i'm sure that there is
0: well i know you're a big fan of the beretta jacket and stuff um
1: yeah but that, know, that all started back in 2020
0: wasn't okay
1: i think i think yeah i'm pretty sure pretty sure um no yeah it definitely did um now i got the vest i think i got the sweater in 2020 i got the vest the pants back to the, the video just dropped on the pants today um yeah. thing about doing things with clothes is you know you can take a firearm you get it in you take it out to the range you could easily put 500 or a thousand rounds through it you know in one day at the range right but if you've got clothing you need to review and t- you have to wear it
0: it takes a while like yeah. it's
1: like it takes time
0: yeah the worst like yeah. shoes and boots because you've got to wear them for a yeah. while to break them in before you even yeah. figure out if they're good or not
1: you know yeah and i mean you're not gonna wear the same pants every single day you know and that sort of thing so um but um yeah i don't know that's a good question. I'm trying to think of me. I, I can't obviously probably obviously nothing like is super amazing. Right. That I can, yeah. that I can think of. Um,
0: is that, let me ask you this, cause it, this is for me. And we talked about this a lot. You even kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, shot show being so important is getting to see these new products getting our hands on it talking to them and hopefully getting to uh, to get our, get some in our hands uh, later on that next year or whatever right um with not having shot in 2021 did it, was it and I know it is for me but was it harder um how do I put this corresponding with some yeah. of these brands and talking about, it, yeah. it was for me for sure you know yes
1: yes um now one thing I'll I'll I guess I can mention. I'm kind of scrolling back through some videos. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple of things that that I guess is worth mentioning. Axle
3: um,
0: Hearing Pro. Yeah, you're right, Grumpy. Those came out this year. The Axle yeah. Hearing Pro is a huge one for me. I really like those. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: you know, and I'm a and I'm a bigger fan of. Um, and I say this in the mm-hmm. videos. I'm wearing the uh, the Axle GS Extreme, which is the electronic. Earbuds, or whatever mm-hmm.
0: that's what I have my
1: primary now, simply because I lost one of the freaking Axle uh, XP reactor earbuds. But I prefer uh-huh. the cheaper because I don't really use the electronic part, uh, Bluetooth, and all of that in the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of prefer the other ones for smaller size, portability, all of that. Uh, and that's great hearing pro, I mean, without a doubt. Yep, G hopped in. Wow,
0: G hopped in. What's up, G? Anything good?
3: Hey, thanks. Well, like usually I'm doing stuff, but uh, yeah, weird area between Christmas and New Year's.
0: Yeah, it's, it is a weird area. Anything that you kind of seen the last year, even the last couple of years, let's say since the last shot show, anything that you've seen that kind of sticks out in your mind of, hey, that looks pretty cool or that's innovative or anything like that that kind of sticks out in your in your mind?
3: um i mean i was actually just walking right now and uh thinking about shot and what's going to be different but it's not really gear you know i mean Mm -hmm. it's uh that maj had that chat at shot show 19 for how to reach out how to like for it was it was focused towards gun shops on how to grow your reach how to reach Mm -hmm. out to different uh firearms owners that don't necessarily come into your shop whatever that means, right? All the different demographics that exist now. And then now it's two years later. So I'm really looking forward. And, and those two years have drastically changed the market, yes. right? Like who owns yep. firearms and who's seeking them out. So I'm really looking forward to, well, you know, there's a lot of gun shops that show up. That's the, that's the 60,000 people walking around. So that crowd is going to be different than it's ever been. And a lot of those people are brand new, never been to SHOT Show before, I'm guessing, or at least if they've been to SHOT Show, maybe in different roles, right? Maybe they went as some sort of person for another company and now they're new gun shop or now they're a new uh, piece of equipment or something for something else. So really looking forward, plus all the veterans. Holy moly, like, you know, I've been paying attention to that more this last year and the people that get out of the service nowadays Well, nowadays we have Space Force. I don't think we have any veterans of Space Force yet, but right, everybody coming out of the service is smarter, more adapt, more prepared to be a civilian than ever before. And there's generations of global war on terror veterans that have come out, been successful, and are pulling others up, right? Giving them help and giving them instructions, right? Like showing them paths. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what Shot Show is going to be like you know me, I just don't pay attention to what the guns are anymore, but I run to see with shot shows. Like not to mention the facility itself has that new building. Yep. It's crazy yeah. different.
0: Yeah. and It is interesting. You, I was, I was on a phone call last week with, um, I'm, I'm, I've been asked to be part of this governor's thing with the state, with the VA, the state level. Um, I was talking to the guy last week and I was saying, you know, we don't even really know what's next because, we're literally coming up on the 20th, you know, the 20 years since 9-11. So a lot of people that rushed out in 2001 to join the military in the next year or two or three, you're going to see a lot of them retiring that spent their 20 years retirement. And so the transition for um, a war on terror vet versus, you know, a, a desert storm vet or uh, a vietnam vet it's going to be completely different so yeah you you bring that up and there is going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of avenues for the war on terror vets to get involved in um different avenues within our community and in our industry so yeah i think you're right that would be a pretty cool one to look at and see you know because before it was basically well they're going to be a firearms instructor and that's basically it you know Uh, There's a lot of different avenues, entrepreneurial avenues now for a lot of these guys, so it's really going to be cool. Um, That company probably went under. Are you talking about the Altor people? Maybe. Yeah, they're not around anymore, are they? If they are, I haven't heard anything. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, Yeah. Let's kind of talk about 2022, 2022, and, and, and SHOT is obviously the first thing that's on the calendar that... Uh, I'm excited for it. it's been two years can't wait i know clover you and g and, and other people have been have gone to maybe some other smaller stuff throughout the last year or so that i haven't but uh it's, it's been since shot show of 2022 that um or 2020 that i've been to an industry event and I, I can't wait um is there anything i'll start with g um and i know you kind of alluded to it but is is shot show? because of the new venues and all that is that what you're looking most forward to is to see how it's going to run or is that what you were explaining earlier is how is it going to run and the operations of shot show is that what you're talking about earlier
3: me personally i mean i yeah. pay attention yeah. to that i've been going for a while so like i say i quit focusing on the uh, stuff in the booths and start looking at the booths and the building and the, the atmosphere and the mood and how it's in this case, there's a lot because it's how it adapts to the, you know, all the whole, whatever we're calling the health situation of the co- the country, yeah. and and the industry and how, you know, that whole thing is going to play out and is you know it's fifth largest trade show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. We're a pretty large industry. I don't think we're the largest industry, but unlike a lot of industries that are spread out everywhere, we're spread out everywhere with a tangible item. So. In other right. words, if the gun industry decided to all wear purple shirts for some reason, right? We just all decided that everybody who owns a gun is going to wear a purple shirt. That would have consequences in society. Like somebody, would, you know, there'd be results from that. So if SHOT Show happens and it's the thing that happens when everything else didn't, like last year it didn't, but it was easy to not do it. As we go right. into 2022, you know, is it's a, it's a whole political statement slash like business statement or like what's the word like um you know just in the in the realm of capitalism like are we gonna continue to do business or are we gonna continue to listen to people that tell us not to do business and wait until they've decided it's time to do business again and i don't know what the other conventions there's some other large conventions that happen right at that time of the year i don't know has anybody been paying attention if they're happening so i think there's that aspect of shot too i guess so there's a lot of it that i'm interested in that You know, and there's a lot of people. There's what 2,600, maybe at this point. So I I forget what he said at the Clover's interview, but you know, they're they're growing all the time, adjusting to the size of the show. So there's plenty of people there to cover that part of it. Um, I'm curious, and then of course, Shot Show covers the nuts and bolts of the building of it and the setting up and the tearing down and all the stuff that I don't have access to anyway, really. So yeah, I just try to go and immerse myself and see the. I mean, so much of it is uh evolves over time just something simple like where do people park well the thing is twice yep. as big now i don't know if they're going to have twice as big of audience because of everything else health-wise that's happening in the world but the place is twice as big and they said that they didn't do anything different for parking so right. does that mean they're expecting everyone to just uber from an apartment to or you know from their place to the front door and, and is that going to be coordinated?
0: Well, that's true. That's true. Or, or you can park over where Sands is. And I think they have like a walkway that goes from Sands. Well, there's over only the so seats. many
3: parking in Sands and Sands that's is right. already that's the right. people that are there bad. and then Sands itself and everything else. So, and then what I'm saying is that, you know, that yeah. kind of thing, are they going to have a, Hey, you know, I don't know. Like that, that, we'll see If if you increase the size of the thing by two and give you the same size doorway when it wasn't necessarily people were, at all the doorway in the room you know when it's busy the bottleneck is the doorways right how fast uh, ubers can show up you know what used to be cabs showing up like have they anticipated all that like i said it's probably the best year for them to expand the size of it but all of that i'm not dooming anything it might be awesome it might be super efficient And again i think this year is going to probably be light so it's a great year to test it all but that's yep. the kind of stuff i'm curious about is i like to see the thing evolve and grow and you know things like I've mentioned it before when I first started going to shot in 2005 it was digital cameras were a big deal and people really thought right. we were weird having digital cameras because they didn't trust that we could do something with that picture that didn't need to be developed and it could be sent in an email and they kind of knew what an email was and all that but they didn't like the idea that we could take a picture of their design and it could go anywhere in the world you know it went to video it went to streaming so what's next i want to see what's going on next and we've got you know, individuals that go to Shot Show as far as content creation and media, but then we've got networks now, or I don't know, whatever's beyond networks now. These are affi- these affiliations of people. Are they going to hit it in a whole different way than we've ever seen before? Is the media room going to change? You know, this is two years of everybody getting ready to just wail on Shot Show. Um, so you know, so that part of that kind of stuff is what I'm going to be looking for. So I don't know. It's hard to explain. What no, all. I you know, you. where they put the nonprofits, look where they've been pushing around the nonprofits. They're downstairs in the hallway in the basement, which you guys call the dungeon all the time in the hallway where nobody even goes in that wide hallway where it's not for food. And it's just mm-hmm. like the stuff's over here or it's over here. But you got to get across the hallway. What happens is everybody just hangs out and chats there, like, you know, hangs out there and has like little camp outs. But nobody anyway. So that's where they shove the nonprofits. They used to be upstairs in front of the media room. So now that they've got a whole nother place, are they going to shove all those pop-ups that used to be in front of the media room for the last couple of years? Probably everybody liked and put them back to the nonprofits, which would, I think would be more useful for the industry. But anyway, I'll, I'll capitalize on it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that um,
1: I like that idea. I'd rather see organizations and nonprofits in front of the media room than vendor type people that have products. I would think that would be more, conducive if you had some type of a little strip or space, whether it's downstairs or on the main floor or whatever that you put those guys, put them with the other products, right?
3: I mean, it was kind of neat that first year, but I don't think business got done. They didn't have room to sit down or breathe. Everybody had to be up in everybody's business. If it was quiet, it was barren. And if it was busy, it was too busy. And, and there's that, like, what's that called? Like impulse buy people walking up to the fourth floor and they come through that floor. Mm -hmm. are they part of shot they don't know what's why all of a sudden there's little tiny boots there i'm sure right like put make it non-profits it's a lot more obvious so this is the media room and this is the non-profits you know they might have just as little interest but at least they know where they're at and if somebody says where's the non-profits oh they're by by the media room
0: and so for people that never been a shot what we're talking about is right outside the media there's a a long hallway and they have these little little pop-up tables i'm gonna just for size, I'm not saying it's what it looks like, but for size wise, it's like a hot dog cart on the street, like a street vendor, like a hot dog cart. Well, would be that like size, six there's like a of them, you know,
3: cart, right. It would be like six yeah. people sharing a big hot dog cart.
0: Right. And so they're just, they're out there. So it's a madhouse. Um So, yeah, I, I think that I would like to think that they would give them an actual space, whether it's in front of the media room or somewhere on the main floor, just kind of like over by Radio Row, almost, you know, an area that is actually, there's going to be traffic and people can see, like you said, right now it's stuck behind that little bitty cafeteria back there, down that hallway downstairs. I would like to see maybe on the main floor in the main lobby out there uh, by Radio Row or somewhere where there's going to be traffic. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Probably that stuff's way too expensive or way too valuable um, to just kind of give away to nonprofits. So I don't know. I do know that like, uh, Mike with, uh, we'll talk America in 2020, they're in the main aisle, the main center aisle of the dungeon. Um, that's where he was. And there was, there were a lot of other nonprofit organizations, uh, along that main aisle that they were given away. So, um, that's not a bad idea either, but yeah, sticking them in that corner in the basement behind that little, I would say makeshift cafeteria is probably not the best spot for your nonprofits, but we'll see. Maybe they do give them space at, at Caesars. You know that'd be nice that they give them space. Well, at that's Caesar's what I'm family.
3: afraid of. Is so they're gonna be like, "Hey, you want a whole bunch of space? You can have all this free space over here." So now they can say they have stuff in Caesars, but it's stuff that nobody's in their right mind's going to walk for all that length. Well, I know
0: I know a lot of companies that I've talked to that were in the dungeon um that got opportunities to have space in caesars and a lot of them are really excited um, about being over at caesars now that's what my thing is, is i'm gonna i'm waiting to see the logistics of it um how much of a pain in the ass is it you to i mean it sounds bad but how much of a pain in the ass is it gonna to have to walk over to Caesar? do you stay do you take the caesars part and make that a full day or two by itself and then you work the other sands for a day or two i mean and, and i don't know the answer to that i'll have to figure that when i get there but that's going to be something uh it's going to be interesting logistics for everyone looking at these booths as well go ahead G. you're
3: going to have to right or have like a shuttle i'm hoping they're going to have at least a shuttle from the smokers area upstairs to the other thing like a cart that you get on like at an airport where you can just sit yeah. on it and six people can get shuttle back and forth like in empire for stormtroopers but uh um yeah because otherwise you have to walk all you have to be like okay i'm going to get up and i'm not going to be able to eat lunch out in the courtyard or anywhere else i'm going to have to walk all the way into that back building and hopefully there's food back there that i can afford and i'm going to do all my walk in that day or that morning or that whole day back there but shot was already not really possible you could walk the whole thing but you couldn't experience all of it period and now it's twice as big now well, it's going to require that, teams, and teams aren't going to be able to overlap very much. So I
1: think that's part of the, for me, that's part of the fun and the appeal. It's it's sort of like we talk about with Tulsa, right? You go to the largest gun show in the world, and there's no possible way you can just look at everything and, and every single item. And odds are, what you're looking for, whatever it might be, is there. The trick is finding it, Right. And so it's almost like a treasure hunt type. That's kind of the mentality that I almost take with it. But when we talk about the logistics with Caesars, the way I kind of understand it is the bridge is kind of right there at the front door area in that vicinity.
3: Can't be. It has to be by the what they call the beer garden now. It used to be just the smokers area. Because Caesar's, because Caesar's is behind there. We can get a map up here and look at it. But it, you know what I'm saying? It has to be behind the back, going across the alley. So it's right. opposite. It's like if the doors are on the north side of Sands, the walkway would be on the south and south wall of Sands, going south into the whatever it's called. The other, what do they call the new one?
0: Caesar's, uh, Caesar's. Pavilion or something like that. Yeah.
3: It's weird because Caesar's doesn't touch it. Caesar's is like literally on the yeah. other side of the. Vegas yeah strip. i think
0: Caesar sponsors this is yeah, yeah. but yeah there's has to be one, one thing sure because there is a if, if caesar's touched it that's a massive walkway <laughs> i think it's it's right across the street not going towards the strip but the side road there i think it's where they were building it or behind it or something but yeah it's it's not part of caesar's palace uh take care of that my mods if you guys don't mind real quick before you guys continue on and set some real quick um,
3: i'm hitting all of these and they're coming right back
0: yeah they're we're doing a, a, another giveaway real quick hashtag knife just hashtag knife we're gonna give away a karambit i don't know if you like karambits or not if you don't like karambits that don't enter but if you like a nice little fixed karambit uh hashtag knife out there in the uh in the chat we'll uh we'll give them a few minutes to to give that away but keep going guys i'm sorry uh we, we were saying something earlier clover
1: i don't think so
0: okay um yeah f- for me uh, I'm, I'm i am looking forward to the caesars because like i said i know several companies that are uh really excited I, i'm I, I love the dungeon and uh, and all that um but i'm looking forward to seeing the, the the ones over at caesars i am probably going to spend a day over there and just say okay at least one day you know if i don't get it done and i'll come back for a second day. But this is going to be my dedicated day to be over at Caesars. And I'm sure that's how a lot of people are going to probably have to work it. But that is, like Clover said, to me, that is part of the fun. Is we don't know until we get there. You know, we can have all of these excuse me plans of how we're going to attack shop this year. But until we get there and actually see how logistically it's going to work out, you know, what I'm looking forward to is Sunday when we go pick up our, our media badges. Is hopefully, we at least be able to see how far it is, where the walkway is. How far are we actually talking about <coughs> is it feasible to walk across and back a lot? I don't know, but we'll at least be able to see, see it yeah, on Sunday.
1: I was just looking at the map, and you're right, G. Uh, yeah, G's right. It's it's complete opposite end of the main entrance that everybody typically goes into. Well, I the really, thing is, they needed it to
3: be that way because he said in your interview that they, for security or whatever, they don't want two entrances, so you know, yeah, that's the only way to do it. They'd have to have another entrance outside, which they well, whatever they didn't want to do. But now but you're the also taking security
0: and all of that stuff.
3: Yeah. They could have something where it's you know, basically like the thing in Storm stars in Empire where the stormtroopers just stand on it like fire firemen just standing on the back of the fire truck, how they do, and then you just kind of stand and hold on and then like scoot people. Like if they because they're gonna have enough room, they got a whole nother thing. So they could put a giant walkway. Kind of, you know, cross where Glock and all the big booths are, just kind of going straight to the other thing and then yep. make it like a mm-hmm. tram or a shuttle where they're just dragging people. I don't know. I mean, that seems like a lot of work, but at the same time, you've seen what goes to shot. It's, I mean, there's some healthy people, but there's not that many healthy people that go to shot. Nobody interesting- like Not even 50 50, right? Like, I'd say the healthy people are like 30%, maybe. Yeah
0: yeah it's it's probably less than 50 50 uh but you know the funny thing is when when clover had joe on uh from nssf he was saying that he's pretty sure that they banned the the carts this year Yep, uh, which i think is great but now moa says ride a segway back and you forth so will really we see segways
3: well, you, you can rent them you can They're rent gonna. like you can rent the scooters for like just you know yeah. people that have to scoot around with a three-wheel scooter and then you can get Segways, I thought. Didn't they have Segways downstairs across from the Did you know, they? That bottom room? Yeah, wherever yeah, you could I don't rent know. the thing. So I just don't oh, think I don't know. I, I didn't see it's that. basically so. pointless. You could do it, but just because you have a Segway doesn't mean people are going to get out of your way. And that means yep. you're going about as fast as somebody can walk, except Bint, mint, 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 like not bumping into people's ankles. It would be horrible. Yep. If oh, it was it closed, would, it would it be great. Like if it was at night and you could whip around in there, that would be fun. But they're never going to let you do that.
0: People yeah. lost their shit with the carts. Can you imagine if there's a bunch of segues, oh, uh-huh. people would lose their minds?
3: Yeah. Well, I'm
1: with G. I mean, it's already hard enough. I mean, the the, the handicap carts have to, like, mm-hmm. bulldoze through, literally. They do. Yeah. And run over people. I mean, it's, it's a thing. I mean, yes, they do run over people, but at the same time, they sort of have to run over people as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's horrible.
0: All right, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, share screen here. We're gonna give away a a, a fixed blade Karambit, uh, which is my favorite blade. Um, I know a lot of people may not like it, but it is what it is. We've got 15 people watching right now. 15 people entered. So for all you that stuck around this late into the show, uh, one of you is gonna win a knife. So let's go ahead and draw. I don't know why my name's showing up, but uh,
1: you put the hashtag out there
0: yeah jacob jacob s uh assuming that you can congratulations jacob assuming that you can have one of these knives emails down below i think you probably know my email already send me an email uh and give me your address first let me know that you're able to receive this in the mail but um yeah jacob you just won the knife so congratulations my man I don't know if you like karambits, but uh, you're going to get one. If you don't like it, you can give it away to someone else. How about that?
3: But you will be the proud owner
0: of a karambit. Yeah, go ahead.
3: We already see, like, people that will have hand sanitizer, little pump things, you know, like sometimes, I mean, this is in years before just because of SHOT Show Crud or whatever. People well, like a lot diseases. of people carry
0: them to wipe off little stuff in their pockets. I'm not going to lie. I and then carry People will give you those, those devices,
3: yeah. gonna like yeah. swag or whatever. Somebody will give you, like, here's a thing, a hand sanitizer, not very much hand sanitizer, but like a little squirt of, well, I guess they were tiny little things, the hand sanitizer. Because back in the day, it was only for shaking yeah. hands. People weren't paranoid or nothing. It was just for shaking hands in a place like that. Yeah. But, Absolutely how much of that is going to be like, how many booths are going to have plastic, weird doorways and like roofs on them and things. And like how many people are going to be walking around with little contraptions or weird gas masks and tanks. And how many people are going to be given away. There will you know, be gas. Kind mass, of, I
0: guarantee it.
3: The people from Europe are there and they're weird already. Like, you know what I mean? Now they're going to be super weird and they have justification to be paranoid. So I think they're going to be super weird. And those yellow booths at the, europeans are in were already kind of almost like had could have had doors on them right they always went up to the ceiling yep. with glass that must have actually now that i'm thinking about it, that's probably some kind of weird security thing they have to deal with in other countries right they probably have to have their boots, oh, even though there's like one dead you know one non-working gun in it they probably have to have them all secure because anyway the european section always has like glass around their boots. it seems like yeah. I, I never thought
0: about yeah, that, it would but, be interesting to see uh, how everything is i mean whether it's mandated by the state or whatever, or they're taking their own precautions, it will be interesting to see how the booze look this year in comparison to years past. Um, now they are saying that they're going, they're spreading more. That's one of the reasons why they did the shot the the, the Caesars is to give a little bit more space between booths as well. Um, so um, even before the cough cough they needed, they, they desperately needed some more walking room. Um, so it'll be nice to see maybe that it it is, it's going to be interesting how everything's set up. I'll guarantee you that everyone's, I want to know how much money that these people are spending on hand sanitizers or the gels or whatever masks. Um, there's gonna be a lot of money spent on that kind of stuff. Um definitely sure.
3: more cool. than ever before. That's like an extra on top than, on whatever absolutely. they ever had to spend, right? Because they're still gonna have a keychain exactly. or a patch or a hat or whatever they were gonna have.
1: Or, or maybe or not.
0: Will they or will they? That's yeah. what I was gonna, that was my next thing, is, thing. Will they do is the handout freebies that people, like, like, people oh, freebies. I don't want a
3: patch because if you coughed on it or something. That's crazy.
0: I, I think I, I think that there will be a lot of the swag stuff. I do think there will. See, I be. I think
3: that's where the, the industry has a potential to show everybody that like that's silly. And then you know, like the con- like concerts are going, sports games are happening. Like there's segments of the population that are not like living in fear and all that kind of stuff happening. At least if it happens regularly, that would be an indication that people are not. But I don't yeah. know. Like I say, that'll be it. Will be interesting to see how the booths look.
0: Yeah, man, it gives the masses out there. It says, as I search for live streams, I usually tend to go to listen to the smaller channels like this one. Well, thanks for coming. Welcome to the dark side. We hope not to make you any dumber. Sorry. Um, can't guarantee it. Can't guarantee it, but welcome to the dark side. My apologies. Um, Marcus, do you ever give away ghost tactical Velcro patches? Um I I did I give did them away find, on your
1: website for money,
0: right? Uh, I I only have a few <laughs> left. Uh, oh, yeah. So the ones that I do have left are on the website that you can purchase, because uh, I don't have very many of them of the of those PVC. I've been getting some more, but as of right now, I don't have a whole ton left. So uh, those are those are for sale. Um, G twenty three says I want swag from Shot Show that I collected. <clears throat> uh, man against i've been sub for a while well i'm glad you, you came out to the to the the live stream um, the swag yeah.
3: is one of those things that you use you can use or it's one indication of like how the show is or how the how the industry sure. is doing and i know like how you know if it's going up or down or if people are happy or they even got time sometimes it's so gangbusters they don't have time to advertise and then other times i don't want to say they're desperate but they're certainly want to get their name out there And other times they're doubling down on victories or hiding losses and stuff. So, you know, that's another aspect of going to SHOT Show that you really can't, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, you're not allowed to walk around with a video camera and just video everything as you're walking. But it's one of those things as you walk along, are the booths plastered in swag? Or is it the kind of year where you have to ask, hey, can I get something with your name on it? Like anything?
0: You know, we were talking about this earlier, and that, that that's going to be once again. All of these are going to be the fascinating side of going to shot this year because uh, we don't know what to expect. We don't know how it's going to be. I think that there will be some booths that are just going to plaster it with swag. Uh, the PSAs of the world that always do a good job with their swag, right? Um, but there will, be, I think, there will be some that may not spend as much on the swag. They'll have it. But like G says, they might have to ask for it or um, one of two things. It's either going to be gone by Tuesday at lunchtime or they're going to hold it back and you have to ask for it. But, yeah, I I think that um, it will be interesting. I think that there will be quite a bit of swag. Patches, I don't know about patches. I could see doing, like, hats and T-shirts. One thing I saw... I've seen a lot is some of the companies on their websites are doing t-shirt hat combos and uh, our friends over at black rain had a bunch of them at, at in Tulsa at Wanamaker. Maybe they're doing like a t-shirt hat combo. Maybe the t-shirt because t-shirts are hard to do because of sizes, but I could see hats being a big
3: deal this year. Well, um, yes and no. You can also just get a bunch of extra larges and larges and then, you know, True. that's most people you don't want. Right? it. You don't. want Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most people are going to grab an extra-large because they can give it to somebody, even if that doesn't fit them, right? Like, you can yeah. still do something. As long as they don't make a bunch of ha- shirts in smalls, then they're not going to be, you know, they're not losing money. Yeah. But I was going to say uh, supply shipping or shipping supply issues, too, could have impacted people, but I would say could have because I haven't seen too much. I mean, I still see people getting stuff in, things made.
0: Yeah, it's going to be one of those where... A lot of the things that we're talking about, whether it's patches or hats or whatever, a lot of those are made over in China.
3: And well, the thing is, the hats are made in USA, and any any hat place can put, you know, they like place that does Little League or police stuff or bowling leagues, that, they put their stuff on. I would hats. say
0: that the embroidery is probably done in the U.S., but the hats themselves are coming on a boat oh, from no, no. China. Look,
3: look, take a yeah. look around. There's a ton of baseball hats that are made in USA. I mean, as long as the, the there's NBA not any.
0: I'm not saying there's not any, but I would say the mass, the the mass people that are be ordering. We're talking about hats for shots, so they're ordering 20,000 hats or something. They're probably getting those on a great deal from China, so we don't know if they came in or not. I'm I'm not saying they all of them are like that, but there are going to be a lot of the swag stuff that are made in China. They might have ordered in October, may not be here. Who
3: knows? So yeah, that's something to think about. Ordering in October and then they're told, oh yeah, we'll have that to you in April. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll see. Like I said, I haven't. I have still seen things coming in, and nobody's really been griping yet. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. I've got some stuff at work that we're supposed to be here in October. That they're saying maybe the end of July, of January. I'm supposed to be here in October. You know. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Marcus, says, I went to the website and didn't see patches. All right. So if you go to the website. Um, you can go over to swag store. You go to swag store, you've got an armed citizen patch, uh, ghost tactical PVC patch, a tier nine patch, jarhead podcast patch, then some stickers and poker chips and all that. But yeah, there's patches all over the place in there. So go under when you go to the website. Here, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to copy this link. And you can go directly to this site, and that will take you to where um, the patches and all that we have for different podcasts and different things we're doing. But there are patches, so yeah, there you go. So sorry about that, uh, Clove. Anything in particular that in your mind we talked a lot about, shot. But going into SHOT as of right now, is there one thing in particular that you're interested in seeing or can't wait to see how it runs or what are you most excited about SHOT right now?
1: Man, I'm just looking forward to getting out there and being able to actually talk with folks, you know?
0: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you've you've gone to that one in Alabama. You've been to GRPC, You've seen some of the, the people and all that. Uh, for me, it's been since shot of 2020 USCCA. It's been since shot of 2020 that I've, I've been around in, you know, except for a couple of the companies that go to Wanamaker uh, that go to shot as well. But yeah, for me, it's just, it's getting to see, uh, these companies see friends and, you know, the last few years we've gone, we've been able to make friends with some of these guys, in these companies, and it's, it'd be nice to, Shake their hand, give them a little bro hug, and and maybe take them to lunch or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm looking for the same thing. Just the it's getting back for me. And I, I mean, you, you and I have had this discussion a lot. And people are saying, well, I don't want to go if they're having this and if they're doing these restrictions and all that. I've told people straight up, if they're having shot, and obviously they are at this point, but this is back in September, October. I said, if they're having shot in any capacity. I don't care. I will be there. And uh, so I'm just happy that it's it's nice to see the NSSF use the all in. And then having Joe on your podcast, I was listening to that. That was when I, That was a great podcast, by the way. <laughs> but he was so forthcoming to everything they were doing and how much not only it means to business for the NSF, but just the, the atmosphere. And um, so I'm looking forward to just being there more than anything else. Oh, sorry, throat was getting dry. All right, uh, we're hour 52 into this, and um, still got 20 people out there after two hours. So, God bless you all. Sorry, <coughs> uh, G, anything that you want to bring up about the past year, good or bad, or what you're looking forward to in 2022? Go for it.
3: Um, a big one so i don't know uh there was a bunch of interesting stuff that happened in 2021 i think that we uh um had a lot of potential there was so much stress going into this year with the results of the elections and the just i mean i want to call it chaos but it was certainly a lot of people were making it you know seem like chaos right going into the year and all the craziness and of course we were Frustrated because they had called off shop, but they had called it off early enough that, you know, none of us, you know, we had already kind of knew it wasn't coming or whatever. But that beginning of the year was, I don't know what to call it. That was some interesting stuff in the year. end, And then and the rest of the year turned out to be interesting. Is that the way to say it? Like a lot of stuff was thrown at us, whether or not it had, you know, whether or not those boulders turned into look, you know, they look like boulders coming at us. And then they turned out to be made out of styrofoam. Um you know, so I think that there was a lot of stuff that happened this year and I, you know, I think that it was a decent year, you know, when they say the hard times make hard people and soft times make soft people and all that, this was a year of people that survived through it getting harder, right, getting stronger, learning what they can do with and without and what they need and what was extra and that kind of stuff, so I think there's a lot of a lot of stuff that happened this year that was decent, even though it was not necessarily a good year for everybody. It was one of my worst years ever personally, but uh, still here, still doing this stuff. So uh, next year I can, it can only get better for me. So, you know, that's good. But then I think as far as things go, we got pendulum, we got cycles. And if you ignore the people that, you know, are getting paid to, you know, always look at the wrong side of the coin, uh, the other side of the pendulum, the upturn, when you have strong people, they create strong time, you know, they create easy time. So we're looking at the other end of the pendulum being the other side of inflation, the other side of uncertainty and strong leaders. We kind of touched on it with the veterans coming in and changing the industry. I really have a lot of optimism and faith in what some of these veterans have bring to the table as far as politician stuff. And then inspire as far as politician stuff, the service and the willingness to to serve is uh, it's unprecedented in this into this next generation who uh, didn't have a giant war or nothing, but they had a gen a multi generational war, and they have a unique perspective of having seen some really intense horrible things on this planet, coming back and seeing what passes for concern and I mean, I was just listening to some stuff I didn't want to bring up, but, you know, basically the, the soft and our, you know, what the soft are considering to be atrocities and the people that are going to rise from that and become the next wave of politicians. So this is midterms, and I see the potential beginning of that's coming up next year. And no again, we have a massive population of gun people. Those people, some of them are going to put that gun in a, in a shoebox and never touch it again, hopefully in a safe, you know, locked box whatever you know version of that in 2021 2022 now but a whole bunch of them are going to go get their next gun they're going to figure it out that they got duped into buying a nine millimeter the worst caliber out ever and they're going to go get a decent caliber and then really enjoy shooting and then it's off to the races they're going to buy the next one and the next one our industry is going to go nuts we're going to have more gun shops than ever before it's not going to be a frenzy every situation like this gets our manufacturer and our supply chain stronger right so they're going to have more potential to supply the ammo and the other accessories and things and the ranges are going to get better and stronger and it'll be cool to go to a public range again instead of being a bunch of people who think it's cool to not go to a public range so yeah i think we got 2022 you know with the nra where it's at leaving potential and opportunity for all kinds of new groups to come up just tons of opportunity in 2022 I can't wait
0: yep uh real quick john crump out there says shot show meetup bro I didn't know. First of all, if you're going to shot show great. I didn't, I didn't know that you were um, meetup. You can meet me in two places. You can meet me at the uh, media room at about seven thirty in the morning or around lunchtime, or you can meet me outside smoking about once an hour, every two hours. Uh, I don't take this the wrong way. I don't go to shop for meetups. Uh, I see my buddies. will will bro hug it out and all that. I'm there to work my ass off um so yeah i I would love to see you love to see everybody else is going um but i don't go out looking to try to get photo ops with everybody for me it's it's the work but absolutely if you're there then i mean we'll run into each other for sure i mean every you know you're going to see everybody at least if you're in the media room you'll see everybody at least once or twice a day probably um, but you can yeah, also definitely. you can that's also it.
1: find me. You find me on the second floor bathroom, and I alternate schedules with Hickok just so everybody can yeah. work Yeah, yeah, that's how I work mine. Yep. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I didn't know that John was going to go to shot. I think this, this might be his first shot, maybe. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't remember ever John going before. He might have, I just didn't know. But uh, if he's going then yeah man i mean if i'm around smoke sure you say hi and if i see you i'll say hi but like i said i don't go around looking for other people i go around trying to get my shit done um but absolutely i mean if you're around then yeah we'll we'll definitely say what's up for sure
3: too much
1: you know too much of an (laughs) investment to go as a vacation or something like that for sure
0: okay real quick before we get you for your 2022 stuff clover Moa says, Clover, is there a shotgun suppressor like in the movie No Country for Old Men?
1: No, not really. Los Salvo 12 is about it.
3: Well, that one in the movie was the weird one, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, in yeah. the movie
1: wasn't real.
0: No. John says he's been, so that's awesome. Yeah, like I said, man, look forward to seeing it, everybody. Uh, I'm just not that guy that goes around like taking selfies with everybody uh so i mean i don't take that the wrong way but i'm not that guy i'm there to work but absolutely we see each other yeah we'll we'll bro it up and all that stuff so um all good all good uh clove what about you 2022 um uh, whether it's shot show or just in general for 2022 what are one of the things some of the things that you're looking forward to
1: I'm looking forward to things to get back to normal as far as you know event wise i'm also looking I mean, you talk about, you know, going and hanging out and, you know, that sort of thing. No, but I'm certainly looking forward, you know, I've, I've met a lot of people online uh, and there are some definite opportunities for collaboration and stuff like that as far Absolutely. as the channel goes moving forward in 2022. And so uh, a lot of the folks that are kind of new to the scene, whatever, are perfectly uh, or, you know, I don't want to say you know, they're they're kind of giddy, right, about you know they're they're on board with doing something like that it's just a matter of things kind of getting back to normal in a in a sense you know i want to see you know i want to see more things happen i want to see i want to see people like tony simon like um like charlie right talking with charlie you know i want to see them become more mainstream. I mean, everybody that subscribes to us, yes. watches us, should be supporting those guys before they even spend a dime, super chatting us or, or dropping a dime on Patreon or buying merch or any you know anything like that, um, because those folks are you know behind enemy lines and and uh, you know they're putting in the time to to really strengthen I think the foundations of of the Second Amendment uh, and. and you know, another organization I'll say, because there's so many women involved in it that it's not even funny would yeah. be the DC project. Uh,
0: Diana, Kelly yeah. uh, I mean, there's, I'm <laughs> yeah.
1: and so looking forward to meeting all those, you know, meeting up with all those ladies running into them at shot for sure. But, um, I'm um, sure
0: they'll be wearing their pink other, uh, their teal. I mean, at least one day, uh, was it? Oh, yeah, uh, Wednesday the of out. last 20. I mean, it was the, the, the teal out. I think it was like maybe Wednesday. That was pretty awesome. I mean, because a really lot cool. of people, it wasn't just those 50 ladies, a ton of people were getting involved with the teal out, which I yeah. thought was pretty cool, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. Guys, it's been a little over two hours. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Uh, be safe out there if you're going to go out. Uh, be safe out there. <clears throat> Chances are I'm going to be asleep well before midnight. I'm, I'm that guy now. Uh, there were times where, whew, man, we celebrated New Year's on four different continents um, the way we used to roll. But uh, later on in our lives, we, we enjoy going to bed a little bit earlier now, too. I might make it to midnight, but it won't be that much after midnight. But, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, so, um, happy New Year to everybody out there. Be safe. We'll see you next week. Simplify.